Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our study in the book of Jonah entitled Jonah's Magnificent God. You know, Jonah struggled. He struggled with life. The first two verses, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Mittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Our story starts with a simple command from God to Jonah. You know, crying out against wickedness was an Old Testament prophet's job. I encourage you to read over the entire Jonah account and try to ascertain why Jonah had such a hard time obeying God's simple command. There is always a root problem behind disobedience. In other words, there is a reason why we disobey. We may not want to admit it, but it's still there. There are three possible factors or reasons why Jonah struggled with preaching to Nineveh. I call one the difficulty factor. It's too hard. I can't do it. The second would be the danger factor. I might get hurt. I shouldn't do it. And the third is the defiance factor. I just don't want to. I won't do it. In regards to the difficulty factor, Nineveh was a very, very large, powerful, and influential city. Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian Empire, one of the most ancient cities of the world, and one of the largest being three days' journey in circumference. Now, ancient writers described it as an oblong territory, approximately 56 miles long and about half that for the width. That, of course, was not all city with streets and buildings, but included considerable countryside, probably enough to cultivate and grow food for the inhabitants. Now, some ancient writers described the city walls at 100 feet high and wide enough for three chariots to race side by side. Situated near the Tigris River, it's supposed that somewhere between 600,000 and 2.5 million people lived in the city. Jonah could not reach that city in his own strength and power. That would, that would have been impossible. Unless God changed the hearts of the people, there would never have been a great revival. Remember, it's not about you and it's not about me, but it is about what God can do. God has a unique way of encouraging us to depend on him. God has given us Romans 8 and Ephesians 6 for a purpose. The battles will be great, but our powerful God is so much greater. And in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans eight thirty-seven to 39. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you might be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And that's from Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 13. Now think about it. Without TV news and media outlets, how could one man alone reach a city that large? Who would listen if he preached to 100 people for every half hour for 10 hours a day? It would take him almost three years to reach everybody. It seemed impossible. But the difficulty of the task was not why Jonah ran. What about the danger factor? God not only called the city great, but he also called it wicked. Nahum prophesied against Nineveh's great wickedness in Nahum 3, and he described Nineveh as a bloody city whose victims were whipped and beaten. 
Men in chariots armed with swords and spears had slain so many individuals that the dead corpse were piled high in the streets. What was Jonah to do? Would they not just add his body to the piles of bodies in the streets already? We could understand the heart of Jonah if he would have run because of the danger. But that's not why he ran. The defiance factor, Jonah ran from God because he wanted to. Because of his anger and hatred towards the Ninevites, Jonah refused to obey God. Let us not forget how selfish and sinful we have the potential to be. Do you hate anyone? Is there anyone on this earth that you refuse to forgive? Do you you think you're too good to commit certain sins? Every time we disobey God, it's because we want to and because we choose to. Now, I know life has its difficulties and life has its dangers, but if we disobey just because we don't want to do what God is asking us to do, we're really not too much different than Jonah. This is something for all of us to think about. I hope you've been encouraged today. and We do have to watch our own hearts, don't we? But our time's up. But remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.